first of all, I want to say thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate you. I love you. Thank you so much because the more you guys watch, the more my podcast gets suggested in different places. And I also get encouragement from the statistics. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Today's episode is a milestone episode and I'm so happy and excited to share this with you because it is about my journey so far and how I've managed to overcome fear and how I continue to overcome fear and I hope this does help you in some shape or form. So without further ado, my name is Valentin Moyo and welcome to Men and Human 2. Clarity comes from engagement, not thought, right? So I'm going to say that again, so maybe you get it. Clarity comes from engagement, not thought. Now, this is a quote from a woman called Marie Furlow. She's a life coach and also an author and many other things as well. She's quite brilliant, actually, and the way she articulates things is very inspiring and easy to digest. So the reason I start with that quote is because I completely subscribe to that school of thought that clarity comes from engaging in something, not sitting there and thinking about it. I'll illustrate this in the form of a story. Last year, I came across a teaching method called Montessori, a method of teaching pioneered by a woman called Maria Montessori. She's Italian and it's a non-traditional teaching method for children so instead of saying you know standing in front of a classroom and saying one plus one equals two two times four equals eight all of that right for mathematics you have small beads that children can count so they can actually feel the quantity in their hands or or wood little wooden sticks called uh, spindles they call it a spindle box where when you're teaching a child to count up to five you give them a stick like one you put the first stick in their hand Two, put two sticks in their hand so they, they, they can feel the quantity and see it changing and and it's very interesting stuff right so I was fascinated by it and I thought to myself let me get certified this year around summer get an opportunity to to start to begin my training on this I go through this course and the minor issue that I encountered was this course is on weekends now right and I have a nine-to-five job which is I work no more nine to five during the week, which is, you know, in the kindergarten. And then on the weekends, we go to this training. So I was, I was extremely exhausted, really, really tired. This went on for about two months and the more tired I got, and this is when the brain starts the nonsense. Do I really want this? Why How much certification am I really worth, so right? tired. Oh, mate. Do we have sleep, to do this? Sleep. I, I need to sleep. What oh, am I'm I so even tired, trying right? to prove okay, right just, now? Oh. Like, you know those ones that make you just, like, start questioning yourself. I think people who run the marathon, um, they have a certain number. Like, if they're running a marathon, someone said it's around the 18th mile. Every bone in your body will start to try to tell you to stop. What are you doing? Are you mad? Are you mental? All of that. So I pushed through it. And finally, you know, around early October, we complete the weekend training. Now it's time to begin our practical work called the practicum. Where you, you know, you get down to business, really. Although there was a feeling that I couldn't seem to shake, which kind of felt like self-doubt. But I jumped over self-doubt when I was really tired in the weekend. But this time is different, right? I'm looking at 
that in terms of, yes, you know, I do like Montessori. However, this is Maria Montessori's legacy, not mine. I left the UK having graduated from law school, getting a taste of what it's like to work in a law firm, and I didn't enjoy it that much. So leaving the UK to come here to China was a way of coming to find my own path and here I am again, living Maria Montessori's dream, right? And we, there's nothing wrong with that, but I kept on having a heavy feeling, the heavy feeling of, am I doing the right thing? Am I living out my truth, you know? And unfortunately the answer was no, but what about all the time, right? All the time I've spent, all those weekends grinding, feeling like I'm working seven days a week on some weeks. What about all that time, right? But the answer is no, I'm not, I'm not living the way I, you know, I wanted to live. So what now? Now, <laughs> I was absolutely shattered at this point, right? Knackered. But do I quit after all that time and money spent? I don't be silly, yeah? You start thinking to yourself. But then I, I did what I did when I... Be, when I left the UK, which was to listen to my gut in 2019. And I quit, you know, despite all the noise in my head, I just listened to those feelings deep inside me. And I did, I quit. I, I didn't know what was next. I, I didn't know what I'll do after, but somehow, you know, it always feels good when you follow your gut because you know that you're trusting in, in something bigger than you. You're trusting in something that is more intelligent than you. And instead of making a decision based off fear, which was to stay, even though I've completed all, the, all those hours and spent all that money, I decided to leave, right? Now, why the long-winded story? It's because I'm trying to say that fear can either make you or break you. If you listen to the fear, it will really stand in your way, keep you in a place and render you miserable. You'll be safe, of course, because you have a familiar future and a predictable future and a stable income, but there's always going to be that voice deep within you screaming for you to listen to it because it's connected to something greater and it knows your deepest desires. And if you give it a chance, it just might guide you. Oftentimes we're scared or anxious to take the leap and follow our dreams or interests. But guess what? Like the fear never goes away. You just have to do it while you're scared. There's just, just no way around it, <laughs> unfortunately. Like, I'm scared now. I've always been scared, but at one point in my life, I did let that stop me, but I'm scared now doing it. And I, the more I do the things that I want to do, the more I realize that the fear never goes away. Like, you know, the reason why I say I'm scared now is because well, what if my podcast never, you know, reaches the people it was meant to reach? Things like that. But those are things I can't control. I was scared to leave home where everything was familiar, to come to China where everything is unfamiliar. There's just so much fear around things, but sometimes you just have to say, you know what, I'm going to do it scared anyway because the fear will just run you. And sometimes the fear will manifest itself as caution or perfectionism, right? Oh, no, no, uh, 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 you know, I'm detail oriented. So, you know, before I start, you know, I, I, I need to make sure it's just right. <laughs> Stop lying, you're scared. We all are. Some people use fear to propel them forward. For example, you know, they make money because they're scared of being broke. So they, 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 they grind, 
Right? Some people learn as much as they can or they train as hard as they do because they're scared of losing and they don't want to lose. They just want to grind and win and losing scares them. So they just, they go hard, right? Fear can either stand in front of you like Mount Kilimanjaro, huge opponent, daunting, but you can use it to move you forward as well. And that's how I choose to see it. There's just no other way. I can't see fear as something that is an obstacle that I cannot conquer because I'll just remain the same and I can't do that. My worst fear is remaining the same. So the fear of me remaining the same is not greater than the fear of me publicly failing and embarrassing myself in front of a lot of people because I know that I'm going to learn so much from the failure. If it happens, then I will learn from fearing something all in my head and just convincing myself that no, 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 I shouldn't do this. Let me just leave it. So when I quit the Montessori course, one of my friends posted about a webinar that was going to happen. It was about the inner critic. I'm interested in psychology. So I thought, you know, and, you know, just learn something new again. So I did. When I attended, I realized that the webinar was for life coaches. Life coach? What's a, what's a life coach, right? <laughs> when they did explain to me what a life coach was, I don't know. There's just something that made so much sense. Like, it's so hard to explain, but it hit a spot in me. I was like, wow, this is what I'm meant to be doing. Helping people figure out what they should do with their lives. I've always liked to help people, you know? I've always loved to not be nosy, but to empower people. If you know me and if you're my friend, you know that I'm very supportive. Not in the sense that what's in it for me type. It's just like, I just want to see you win. And with this life coaching, everything just made so much sense. It was beautiful. And I, I felt like I figured out why I came to China, finally that I finally reached a point where I was like, wow, this is why I left my job and to come here because now I feel like if I use it to help other people, that makes me happy. There's nothing in the world that makes me happier than that. Honestly, like this is something that I will be so comfortable doing. And I feel like those, that's my legacy. That's because that's my name. And I only just began my journey, but it just feels as if this is my name. This is my reputation. So being that sort of person who has just like Maria Montessori, I can have my own thing. I didn't know that when I quit the Maria Montessori course. I say that to say this, like if I had stayed in that course feeling miserable, thinking about all the time and money I've spent, I wouldn't have ended up attending that webinar because I would have been too stressed doing all the stuff that I needed to do for the course, which is fine, but I just find so much fulfillment right now, learning about it, studying, having coaching sessions with some people. It feels so good and it's, it just, it feels like it comes naturally to me. And I'm so happy that I've managed to find that. And the reason why I say that is because I'm just trying to say that had I followed the fear and just stayed with it, I would have never got to the point where now I'm feeling like, yes, I figured out why I've came to China. Now I can work on that skill and also my other creative endeavors like this to make myself better, to make myself a more polished version of myself, learning more on the way and helping other people. I hope I continue to find out more stuff and I, I will share with you guys my journey and I'm happy about that. These are the sort of things that I think about 
when I think about fear, when I think about things that may be standing in our way that we don't see. So I'm really, really happy about that. And I'm so grateful. Before you even say it, <laughs> I know, right? You're a perfectionist, as I said, right? Yeah, you might be a perfectionist, but stop lying to yourself, yeah? Take the leap because it's never going to be perfect. Per because whatever you do, someone is going to have to comment on it. No matter how perfect you think it is, right? And perfectionism is fear in a tuxedo, <laughs> right? It's like dressed up sharp, very desirable, but it's still fear. Because it's fear of putting your stuff out there without you thinking you've exhausted every possible thing you could do. Which is brilliant, but sometimes I feel like it gets in our way as people. For me as well, I feel like that got in my way at some point, thinking I'm a perfectionist. So stop it. If you're scared, admit it to yourself and just do it scared anyway. Post that thing that you, you, you wanted to post because you're scared that, oh, I might have a silly... Like, look at me right now, riddled with covid <laughs> Omicron devastating my nervous system but I'm here sharing this with you recording this now yeah granted I'm feeling much better now and I'll feel much better tomorrow but I just couldn't wait any longer because I've been bedridden for so long I was like you know what let me just do it because tomorrow is not promised but I have today I can do it today I can do it right now and if I do it right now and post it or edit it and everything and then at least i've done it right the, the hard part is done the next hurdle is pressing send it's done when you finish with with whatever project you're doing i want you to think right now if you have a project that you're doing mate you're thinking when 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 am i gonna feel like it's time to let it go as soon as you feel like listen i've done as i as much as i could here within reason because sometimes we hold ourselves back we, if we get to that point and you think oh, oh but 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 that that little thing right there let me let me let me just tweak that no let it go it's done you can feel it when it's done there's nothing else you can do for it otherwise you might end up ruining it let it go my friend if you're listening to this and you have something that you've been doing but you haven't been able to push yourself to post it or whatever do it do it because no one's gonna do it for you you have to do it for yourself and remember nothing is perfect nothing will be perfect ever and people will always have something to say about it you can absolutely kill it someone will still find that one thing but yeah but you didn't do this right always so you can't please everybody you just have to do something that you like do stuff that you like and when you're happy with it, without thinking about other people, detach yourself from their judgment, because that's gonna come anyway, you know what I'm saying? Food, movies, clothes, anything, people. There's some people who don't even like the same animals you like because of certain things. You're like, what, you don't like, you don't like cats? Why, you don't like dogs, why? You know, because people have preferences. Because even you, you don't like everything. So why would you expect everyone to like everything that you do? So just keep doing your thing and execute on whatever you need to execute on because there's only one you, only one. And there's something that's in your heart that's calling to you and only you can hear that. No, no one else can hear that, only you can feel what's in your heart and how you see it in your head, how you want to deliver it. That's you, that's always gonna be you. And if you do that with grace, if you just execute to the best of your abilities, Yes, plan for it, but don't put it off. Because 
how other people are going to see our creative endeavors is not up to us. I don't know how this is going to be received. And frankly speaking, as much as I care about it, that judgment of it, I don't care about it because it's going to stress me out because I don't have control over that. But what I do have control over is how I'm going to edit this, how I'm going to deliver this sharing it with my friends etc that's what i have control over because you feel the fear of it good go for it right go for it and you see that everything will align whether it's for you or not for you you'll find out soon enough and you'll be able to pivot change your way and look another way and keep it moving right because guess what clarity comes from engagement not thought. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone who you think might find it helpful. I really do appreciate you listening. I hope I continue on this journey to help more people because we need more men to heal so we can change the world. Thank you again. Until next time.